friends. You're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Chings. My name is Lauren, and I am so thankful that you are here listening today. Today, I am coming at you with a podcast that's a little bit different from what I normally do. I am a big fan of the tactical and the step-by-step, super focused on building your business and the help and the tips that we go through a lot on this podcast. And I love the inspirational and motivational stories that my Scale Your Sales students so often share with you all and with me (laughs) and getting to have those conversations But today I feel pulled to do something that is a little bit different. And honestly, it is a little bit scary for me because while I'm out in front of people a lot in terms of like live classes or coaching or the podcast or whatever, I don't really do a whole lot of behind the scenes or like more vulnerable stuff. I'm not really known for my vulnerability. So this is a little bit out of my comfort zone, but I think that it's an important topic, and so I wanted to do it. Um, I posted a reel on Instagram the other day that was kind of meant in a joking, like tongue-in-cheek sort of way, but it was kind of one of those, I'm joking, but not really joking, but I'm going to say it like I'm joking kind of things. Um, If you want to see the actual reel, you can check it out on my Instagram at lauren.keplinger. But it was basically an audio that I was mouthing along to that was a British lady saying in a really calm and sweet British voice that in a minute I am going to snap. And my caption was something along the lines of like, are you guys there with me? It's really difficult to deal with running a business and having kids and family and other obligations during this um, season of 2022, I mean, really like not just 2022, but like the last, you know, almost two years at this point. But I think that the longer that it goes on, the more it really wears at you mentally. Um, but it was, you know, basically just that it's, it's really hard mentally to be in that place and to continue to feel motivated or to feel inspired. And again, I kind of meant this real, like jokingly, semi-lightheartedly, but at the same time, um, it is one of those truth and a joke things. Um, And the response that I got from it is really what inspired me to do this podcast. It was almost all moms responding in that real, talking about how incredibly difficult it has been to balance the demands of running a business or working full-time while trying to scale your Etsy business or build your Etsy business or just get started on your Etsy business and also having to deal with this non-stop childcare, sick kid, uh, virtual school, quarantines, daycare shutdowns, all of that stuff. Now, I am not here to talk politics, and I'm never going to do that on this show or anywhere else, but regardless of where you stand on any kind of political spectrum, whether you're in the United States or not, 
whether you have school-aged or daycare-aged or older kids or whether you're working full-time or have some flexibility in your work schedule, this has been such an incredibly challenging time. And what I saw from the response on the post was the mental exhaustion that is rampant right now, that it is hard to even feel like you can tolerate it for much longer because we're just so spent. And honestly, I don't have like this great answer for you. This podcast is not all about all the solutions and how I'm going to solve that for you. I wish that I had a magic bullet that would allow you to function in this world with everything that's going on and the constant uncertainty without feeling like you're going to lose your marbles. But I don't, unfortunately. I am right there with you. I feel so mentally spent by the unrealistic demands of trying to balance everything that it's really hard to feel any kind of creative energy or oomph with my business. And I really will say that it comes and goes for me. There are moments, there are weeks, there are days that I feel great and everything's great and I'm rolling along and I feel motivated and energized and creative and those juices are flowing. And then there are moments where I feel like I just want to pull my hair out because everything spirals at one time (laughs) and um, I'm just not great with that adjusting on the fly, day by day, difference, the uncertainty. It really wears on me. Really why I wanted to do this podcast was to open up that conversation because one of the things that I heard from the responses from people on this reel on Instagram was, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you said this. I feel this way too. Or I'm so sorry that you're struggling. I am struggling a lot too. Or, oh, I thought it was just me. I think so many of us feel like we're struggling alone or we feel like the expectations on us for what we should be able to accomplish or what our goals should be moving forward into this next year and another season of business or sort of the newness of the new year are the same as they have always been and our you know goals and our desire to have that movement forward in our lives is there, but the mental energy and the bandwidth to back it up are what's struggling. So I feel like if we had a goal for, let's say, X number of sales last year, we feel like we have this pressure on us, or I mean, a lot of it is self-imposed, but we feel like, you know, if we had X number of sales or X amount of revenue or whatever from last year, we should be growing and increasing and building and everything should be moving forward just like it would in a normal time and just like we normally would for goal setting purposes and You know, I think that this is especially true. I mean, actually, I don't know. I will say from my perspective as an Enneagram 3 high achiever, type A, super anal person, that this is really, really hard for me. Um, It is something that is not in my nature to, to like chill and take a step back. And I will though caveat that by saying, and this is why I kind of interrupted myself by saying, I don't know, maybe it's not just me, that even my more laid back, non-type A, non-Enneagram 3 friends and family members and, you know, people in my life that have talked about these things with me vulnerably are still struggling. It's not just those of us who are 
um, you know, list maker, to-do list accomplishers that, <laughs> that struggle with the inconsistency. It's everybody. It's really across the board. But I want to give you permission to take a pause and maybe not put that pressure on yourself. Um, I know that when Michelle Palacios and I talked in our goal setting episode at the very beginning of the year about goal setting, one of the things that she really hammered home and I backed up also in how I think that it's very important to think about the goals, but also to think about what feels good for you. And I think more than ever that what feels good for you also just has to do with what capacity you can take on. I think that it is, I mean, I think it's always important to be very realistic about what you're able to accomplish or what really is going to work for the rest of your life. But I think that even more now than ever um, to think about pushing yourself in a way that feels good, but not in a way that you feel like all of this is just being piled onto you or that if you actually accomplish those goals, the rest of your life is going to be like hanging by a thread because you're going to be so consumed with your business or your work stuff that everything else in your life is going to suffer. I don't anticipate that this is going to be the busiest or highest revenue year of my business. I simply don't have it in me to set that goal and then fanatically chase after it. I don't have the mental energy for it. And while the type A in me is really disappointed in that and doesn't like to be in that position, like I like to set high achieving goals and then crush them and challenge myself and um, fanatically chase after it. But that same type A in me is also the part that struggles, super struggles with the constant flux that we are in right now. I never know on a day-to-day basis if I'm going to have all four of my kids in school or one kid homesick or a classroom shutdown or virtual school or a 10-day daycare day quarantine like we have right now. It feels like minute by minute, I'm holding my breath, waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it throws any kind of plans or any kind of weekly plan or certainly anything longer than a week, I I just can't do it. It throws it into a tizzy because the more I schedule out a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months from now, the more frustrated I get when those things don't pan out or when I'm not able to do them because these other aspects of my life uh, get in the way. And ultimately, I don't want to feel like my family is getting in the way of my business. That's not why I started this business. I want to feel like I am thankful for and appreciate this business because of the flexibility that it provides for me and to not be frustrated by where my kids fall into that. And again, I'm talking really vulnerably here about this because I I mean... You know, as every mom says, like, I hope that it's clear that I love my children and they're not in my way and all of those kinds of things. But ultimately, I really love working. Um, I love my job and I love being able to 
drop them off at school in the morning and work by myself all day. I'm an introvert and I appreciate and enjoy that time alone and the creative energy that I get to pour into the business. And so while work is not my whole life and obviously I love my children and I love having children and I have a bunch of them, um, you know, it's not something that I ever anticipated to have this, this upheaval that the pandemic has caused. Um, and I, I mean, I'm sure that I'm not alone in saying this, this was never on our radar of things that we thought that we were going to have to undertake. And I've just gotten to the point where I can't feel frustrated like that anymore. I can't be mad every time my baby has to stay home from daycare for 10 days because someone in her class tests positive because I don't have control over it. And part of the whole reason that I wanted to work for myself and work in this business, and I started this business when my husband was in the military and he had no flexibility, was because I needed to have that flexibility to work around my family. Now, does that mean that I want to be stuck home quarantining kids or kids that are doing virtual school? Of course, I don't want to do virtual school. But I am trying to appreciate that huge amount of privilege that I have in this situation where I do have the flexibility to be able to work at night after my husband gets home or on the weekends like I did this weekend where I was able to get all of my orders from my Etsy shop shipped for the whole week um, done over one day in the weekend while he was home from work. I know that that kind of flexibility is not there for everyone, particularly those of you that are trying to balance working a full-time job while getting your Etsy shop off the ground, or if you have already started building your Etsy shop and you're kind of in that really hard in-between where your Etsy shop is like more than a side hustle, but not quite there as a full-time income so that you can transition out of a full-time job. So I am really trying to refocus my attitude toward a feeling of gratitude and grace for myself and my business during this season of life. And I think that that's really important for me. And um, maybe you can relate to that as well. Or maybe you're doing a little bit better than I am at having that um, attitude of gratitude. And maybe you're not struggling in the same way. Maybe you don't have kids, so you don't have to deal with the school stuff. Or maybe you have a whole different set of stresses with your full-time job or your family situation, or you are directly impa impacted by the pandemic in a way that I have not been. I don't know what each individual person listening right now is facing in your own life, but I just want you to know that you're not alone in struggling, even if you feel like you should be thankful for all the things that have gone right for you or that have not gone wrong, the fact of the matter is that we are all struggling in our own ways. And just because you have that privilege like I do of having the flexibility or you have thankfully not had anyone in your life that has gotten really, really ill or passed away or anything like that, which I am so incredibly thankful for, um, it's still okay to recognize that it is a struggle right now and it's okay to tread water for a minute in your life and not feel like every single day you have to be running forward totally motivated and energized towards the finish line. 
So because I do like tangible examples and um, I like to kind of tell you how the application of this is happening in my own life, I want to tell you what that looks like for me in my Etsy shop right now. For me, a huge part of it has been that I've extended my processing time a lot longer than I would normally have and honestly a lot longer than I would prefer to have. I know that my orders would be higher if I shortened my processing time. I currently have a two to three week turnaround time until my items ship. And as of right now, I've been shipping orders in less than a week. So theoretically, I could update that turnaround time and say, you know, orders will ship within three to five days. And I know I am 100% positive that my orders would increase. However, I need that flexibility. I need that breathing room in case something comes up and show, and throws off my schedule so that I'm not just barely scraping by on deadlines to get orders shipped. So for example, I was working ahead this week. I felt good about it. I was like, okay, you know, I have this two to three week turnaround time, which I, which I set at Christmas time and I just have not updated it since then, although I planned on updating it. But I was, you know, chugging along, everything was going fine, and then the daycare called me and said that they are closing the classroom for the next um, 10 days, so my baby will be out of daycare. Now, I can't do my monogramming orders during the week with my baby home with me because there are these big embroidery machines. I have an office that's not at my house where the embroidery machines are. There's nothing for her to do there. She just gets into mischief, and so I can't do that. So why while I was working ahead, life was grand, all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye with that phone call from the daycare, I'm out of commission for the next 10 days. But because I have this really long turnaround time right now, um, I'm not going to be behind. And like I mentioned before, I went into work this past weekend. I knocked out everything that needed to ship during this week. My husband watched the kids and I'm done with that. So now I don't have to worry about it until after she goes back to daycare after that 10-day quarantine. So that's allowed me to mentally breathe a little bit because if I had a three to five day turnaround and my orders were higher because of that shorter turnaround, if I got that phone call, I would be like, oh crap, what am I going to do? I have, you know, 60, 70, 80 orders that have to get out before she's going to be back in school. And how long is that going to take me to do and blah, blah, blah. So while I will say that my revenue is down about $1,000 from last January, that's okay with me. Last January was pretty busy. I had right around 275 orders. So if I end up this January having a lower month than I did last year, I'm okay with that. And, you know, as I said before, that is hard for me. It's hard for me, you know, am I really okay with it? Eh. I mean... <laughs> I'm as okay as I'm going to be with it. I like to see growth. I like to see consistency. I don't like to say, I know, you know, I know what I need to do to make this a busier month and I'm still not going to be able to do it. I don't like to feel that way, but it is what it is for right now. Another way that I've given myself a little bit of breathing room is to eliminate some of the options I had in my shop in an order, in an effort to streamline some of the inventory issues that I've had. Because shipping is taking so long currently, I buy a lot of stuff from overseas from wholesalers. And my last wholesale order from overseas shipped on December 14th, and I still have not received it. 
Um, so there is a huge lag time with that shipping from overseas. So narrowing things down even more in my shop in terms of the colors that I've offered and offering fewer choices there has allowed me to carry less stock, which is always good, have less money tied up in inventory and also have to worry less about running out of things or having to get things you know, um, shipped by airmail from overseas to fill an order, which is a lot more expensive because of this really long lag time between when I have to pay for something and when it actually arrives to me, it ends up being a lot of money tied up in inventory. So for example, this order that I placed in December, I believe was like a $6,000 order ish. I'd have to go back and look exactly what it was, but it was multiple thousands of dollars in inventory. And yet, you know, I have to pay for that when I order it, but then it's taking five or six weeks to show up here. So in the meantime, all of that money is just tied up in this inventory that I don't even have in my hands, um, which is really difficult to, it's a really difficult way to run a business, I think. Um, so the less inventory that I have to carry or the less different options that I have, the less frequently I have to order things. So for me on a super tangible example, what that has looked like is that I've eliminated um, my pink and blue bunnies. They were already not selling as well as the white and the oatmeal colored bunnies. And so just eliminating those has allowed me to have less stock, less inventory and not have to worry about making these orders for those specific colors if I'm not out of everything else, which I've had to do in the past. The last part of how I'm streamlining things to simplify them for the time being is to focus more on the print-on-demand designs that I have and developing more of those. I can fulfill the print-on-demand orders from home, on my couch, in the evening, watching TV, et cetera, whereas the monogramming, I do have to physically go into the office and work on the embroidery machines, so I can't really have the kids with me. Sometimes I can bring the older kids with me if they have you know, homework to work on or they can watch a movie on the computer or something, but I definitely can't bring the baby. And the print-on-demand designs that I have are just, they're a little more flexible. They're easier to fill. I don't have to physically do that labor in the same way that I do with the monogramming. I talked in my year in review episode um, and my goals for the year about how one of my goals was to continue to grow that side of my business and to eventually, hopefully by the end of the year, we'll see what happens, but um, to begin to replace some of the bulk of the revenue that I get from the monogramming right now, which is far and above the majority of the, the revenue in my business with those print on demand designs. So I am using some of this time to develop new designs and expand on that part of the business and continue to grow that part, which wouldn't necessarily be something that I have time to do when I'm busier or when I am working in the office on the embroidery machine. So this is something I could do just on my computer when the baby's napping or whatever. So that is what that looks like for me in my business these days. Um, again, I just want to give you a hug through your earbuds or your radio or however you're listening to this and to say that this is a really tough time. Um, you know, I don't think in March of 2020 when all of this started that any of us really anticipated how long it was going to drag on. 
Um, and just sort of the, the mental exhaustion that we feel in dealing with the demands of everyday life and also adding the pandemic into it. So I just wanted to give you, I don't know if this was really a pep talk, but, um, a feeling that you're not alone, that it's not just you. Um, it's not that you're not doing a good enough job or that there's something that you're missing that would make this so much easier or that somehow you're failing if your goals for the year or your goals in moving forward are just sort of hanging in there and treading water. Um, I think that that all of us are struggling with those that creative energy and, you know, I mean, obviously the winter time doesn't help anything. <laughs> um, I already feel a little less motivated in the winter time, even on a good day. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to have this conversation to open it up, to give you that pat on the back and tell you that you're doing the best you can in a difficult situation. There's not a right answer. There's not an easy way out. So, um, hang in there, do what you need to do to take care of yourself and to know that your business is there when you have those motivated days or weeks or months. Um, eventually this will come to an end and life will be maybe normal again. Um, and your business will be there to step up and grow and, you know, it can always adjust to the season of life that you're in, but this does not have to be the most motivated season. So link arms with people in your community, um, virtually or in person or however you can do that to know that you're not alone in that. Um, and if you want to continue this conversation or, you know, if this episode has hit home with you, I would love to connect with you on Instagram at lauren.keplinger. Thanks so much for tuning in. I would love to continue this conversation and connect with you over on Instagram. I am at lauren.keplinger and I am in my DMs and interacting with people all the time. So if you have questions about the episode, follow up, thoughts, comments, whatever, shoot me a DM and I would love to connect with you. I will see you back here, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.